I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR Illinois Community Voices, and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig, and I'm joined by nobody, not a soul. I am here solo today, previewing a very special show coming to Disney+. Plus. That show is Doogie Kamealoha, and it is going to be dropping on Disney Plus this week on September 8th, and then every Wednesday thereafter. It is a really fun reimagining, retelling of the Doogie Howser story that we all have come to know and love. And thankful to Disney Plus for giving us the opportunity to preview a couple of the episodes in advance of the series, and then also get a chance to talk to some of the cast members and the creators of this show as well. So what we're going to do is I'm going to present to you all those interviews here in just a moment. But before I do, I wanted to talk to you a bit about the episodes that I have been able to see and this show in general. What I really like about Disney Plus is they're not only resting on their laurels. They're not saying, oh, we have these Star Wars properties, so we're going to bring you The Mandalorian. Or we have Marvel, so we're going to give you What If and Loki and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision. They're also giving us some really cool original shows and original content. You know me. If you have been following along in our Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals Facebook group, you definitely know that one of my favorite shows on Disney Plus is Big Shot. And uh, Big Shot was a David E. Kelly original. We had a chance actually to talk to Jesslyn Gilsig before the series launched. And then I just was enthralled with the series. It's such a good show and it's such a good watch. And I think it's cool that they are taking themselves out of that box and saying, we can also bring this original content to you, an audience as well. And that's exactly what they're doing with this show. What I like about it is the the cast seems to gel almost instantaneously. And I talk about a bit about that when I talk to the folks that are on the show as well. In this kind of ensemble show, you really want to see that chemistry right away. And you do. You're dropped into this world, this beautiful world, by the way. It was filmed on location in Hawaii, and it makes you really want to go visit that island. Uh, Holy moly, it was just really cool to see the surfing and to see the island life. Um, And just the, you can almost like feel the breeze watching the show. It's just wonderful. But the ensemble cast has really come to have a lot of fun and to play here. And what I think is cool, and I talked to show creator Courtney Kang about this as well, is that you do also get the opportunity to uh, have that reference to Doogie Howser right in the very first episode, which was obviously a choice uh, made by them. So it does kind of break that fourth wall a little bit, put you into this world. And so you see that Lahela, who is our main character, nicknamed Doogie by her co-workers because she is a 16-year-old prodigy doctor that uh, it kind of places her into that world instantaneously and gets that the show is also in on the joke or on the reference that this is going to have some allusion to the old Neil Patrick Harris show as well. Just a lot of really cool acting that goes on in this. There's a bit of what I like about it 
it starts off with just, again, this wonderful, breezy atmosphere, but then immediately drops you into some medical drama as well. Uh, and I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to give any spoilers here, but you do get to see the doctor in action right away at the jump of the show. And then you get to see those relationships, whether that be between her and her mother, who also happens to be the chief medical officer at the hospital that Lahela is going to work at. Or you get to see those interactions between her and her father, played brilliantly by Jason Scott Lee. Love him in this show. And then you also get the opportunity to see that relationship between the coworkers, which is interesting because the coworkers in particular, I think, play a large part of how this show is going to evolve over time. Because think about it, if you are someone that is more traditionally a doctor and you're in your late 20s, early 30s, have been working at this goal your entire life to see someone at 16 years of age come in and be your peer along with you would be kind of a difficult situation. And so uh, they play on that really well. These, she's got some foils in her coworkers. She also has some clear friends within her coworkers as well. And I can't wait to see how that relationship and that story evolves. I did mention Courtney Kang earlier. She's no stranger to this type of comedy and drama on television. She was the executive producer and uh, really some of the driving force behind shows like How I Met Your Mother and Fresh Off the Boat. And maybe, you know, just maybe this is putting words into her mouth a bit. Uh, but I wonder if her interactions with Neil Patrick Harris on How I Met Your Mother may have given her the idea that a Doogie Hauser reboot, reimagining type show could be a really interesting premise to bring to something uh, like Disney+. Plus. So I would highly recommend that you go and check out this show. I think that there is a lot of meat to be found on this. Again, great original programming, which is something that I want to see much more of as we move forward with Disney+. And I think you're going to really dig it. So check out this. Also, go back and check out Big Shot if you haven't seen that. Again, we have so many of those great properties on, uh, available to us on that platform. Those properties that we know and love, like Star Wars, like Marvel, like the Disney properties. But this original content is an area that I think that Disney Plus can continue to expand into. So now what I'd like to do is to play for you some of the interviews that I was able to have with the cast and the creator of the show. And up front here, you're going to hear my interview with Courtney Kang, who is the creator. I'm going to go ahead and just play these in the order that I was able to go into these press junket rooms. And I'm going to set the scene here a little bit for you because this is sort of still new for us here at Beyond the Mouse. And I want to take you along for the experience. So basically, I'm admitted into a journalist green room on Zoom. I get to hang out there with a couple of folks who are running the press junket, then put into these interviews. And I really just need to jump right into the questions. Uh, they give you maybe a couple of seconds to make sure that the equipment is working. And then from there, you're off and talking to these fine folks. And asking them any question that you want, truly, but you do have a finite amount of time. I was given five minutes for each of these. And so you will hear uh, some, I hope, interesting questions to these creators and to the cast of this show. So first up is my interview with Courtney Kang, who is the creator and executive producer of Doogie Kamealoha, MD. 
Courtney, it's so great to get to talk to you. You've had so much success in shows like How I Met Your Mother, Fresh Off the Boat. So tell me, why bring the child prodigy idea like Doogie Howser back to our screens? Yes, you know, I grew up watching the original show and it was always a favorite of mine. And I also grew up in the 80s when there wasn't a lot of families that looked like mine. And so when this opportunity came along, you know, it was a way for me to take something that I've always loved and put my own special spin on it. And so it's been really great to infuse myself in this thing that I grew up watching and loving. You know, I, the family is very much based on my family. You know, my family is mixed race. My dad, Korean, my mom's Irish. I have two brothers. And so it's been really fun to take this thing that I love so much and then make it my own. That's so fantastic. Now, not to give away too much of the pilot, it's an excellent pilot, by the way, um, but you reference right away Doogie Hauser in that pilot. That had to be a specific choice to kind of take that into that real world of the show, right? Yes. You know, one of the things that's tricky in rebooting something is, well, how is it related to the original? What world are we in? And so the idea here was that this family lives in our real world, that Doogie Hauser was a show from the 90s. And we came up with the idea that it's just her nickname. And on top of that, she doesn't like the nickname. She's like, I, that show was around before I was even born. It has nothing to do with me. And they're like, okay, Doogie, you know? And so that was our sort of way into it and how we're able to call her Doogie. That's great. So taking you back to your childhood, if you had like a, a doogie activity, something you were just really excelled at, what would that have been? Well, I grew up dancing and musical theater. It was what I always wanted to do, but I unfortunately was not a doogie. I wasn't a prodigy in those things. I grew up loving TV and movies, and I was like, I want to be a part of that but I was a terrible actress. I wasn't a good enough dancer. And it wasn't until college I discovered playwriting. And I was like, oh wait, I, this is the thing. This is what I can do. I sort of found my talent, my way into this, which was so exciting because all I wanted was to be a part of TV and movies. And I couldn't figure out how, what I could bring to the table. And then I figured it out. <laughs> You sure did. We are the beneficiaries of you doing that. So you've kind of worked uh, a lot of places, but primarily your major successes have happened on network TV. Can you talk about the difference between network TV and a streaming platform like Disney Plus? Yes. You know, it's been really great working in a, on a streaming platform like Disney Plus because one of the things about it is they want it to be premium. And so what that meant to us is we get to shoot on location in Hawaii. We get to have these beautiful vistas. We get to take the show outside. It took seven days to shoot each episode after the pilot. The pilot was many more days than that. And so it gets to be more visually interesting and the stories get to breathe a little bit more. Sometimes in network TV, there becomes a formula that ends up happening. And on this show in particular, we sort of put characters first and we're able to do some shows at the hospital, some shows more at home, some shows out at the ranch. And it gives us more variety and more room to expand the world. It is such a visually stunning show. My last question for you, if you want uh, little boys and girls that are watching this to take away one message from this show, what would that be? I think that we would want the message to be that you can do anything. We all have a superpower. We just don't know 
what it is maybe at the time, you know, Lahaila was lucky that she figured out hers, but we all have something special that we bring to the world. And it's just a matter of time until we figure it out and you have to take the time to figure it out, but everybody has a superpower and the world needs it. That's so great. Thank you for your time. And thank you for putting your art and creativity out in the world for all of us to enjoy. Thank you so much. It was just great to get to talk to Courtney there and to get some of her vision for this show and why bringing it to a streaming platform and kind of the differences that she's experienced from going from network TV to Disney Plus and, and how that all that's going. Now you get to hear from Lahela's parents. That's Kathleen Rose Perkins, who plays Dr. Clara Hammond, and also Jason Scott Lee as well, uh, who plays Lahela's father in this show. And this again. Again, it's just a really fun conversation. Talk a little bit about Big Shot and ask them a bit about their Doogie superpowers as well. Kathleen, uh, to you first, you've become such a presence on Disney+. Plus. I could talk for hours with you about Big Shot. It was so wonderful. But you play kind of two different types of mothers in these series. You seem like you're a bit more involved in Lehala's uh, life here. Um, what, how did you get into this role? Yeah, well, uh, Clara is definitely nicer than the than uh, Maggie, who I play on Big Shot, definitely, and less eccentric, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I read the script for Doogie um, Kamealoha, MD, and fell in love right then and there because the scenes that I had, I, I auditioned for it, and the scenes that I had to do, there were two you know, comedic scenes. And then the third one was felt like it was pulled straight out of a drama. And to me, that's, that's a big plus for a character because I like to play both drama and comedy. I, I, I think that's what life is all about. I cry all the time. I laugh all the time. And I think that's what makes a really lovely show is that it never shies away from one emotion or the other. It really kind of just goes for it and shows shows these people in, in true life experiences. So I, um, yeah, I was really, really attracted to the character, the script, um, and that it was this, you know, reimagination of uh, a show that I grew up with watching that I thought, I thought was amazing back in the 90s. So yeah, I really wanted to be. And plus it shoots in Hawaii for God. <laughs> right, right. And you're both such plus. great, uh, you're both such great parental figures in this uh, show. So Jason, what I love about the character that you play is that he is more laid back than maybe some of the characters that have made you a household name, like your recent appearance in Mulan. Um, but tell me about what it is about this character that you enjoy playing. Um, I, I like the localness of it because I, I don't think I've ever really played like a, a, a character that's really like from Hawaii who has this kind of like cultural aspects that and has the Ohana behind him has the family thing going on and, and, and that was it's refreshing, you know, and you don't see that kind of character and and and, and he's funny and, and, and he's he's serious and you know he, he's emotional and and I think all these things that um, just create a great, you know, kind of tapestry for for presenting or expressing uh, a local guy, a Hawaiian guy, and uh, laid back at the same time, but big heart, you know, would give you the clothes off his back. 
That's so great. Now to both of you, and I'll go to Jason first, actually, bringing you back to your childhood. If you had like a, a Doogie Hauser kind of ability in your childhood, what was that? What were you kind of like a child oh. prodigy in? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> Picking coconuts. Picking okay. coconuts and walking around as an expert barefoot walker. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. And Kathleen, did you have anything that made you like a Doogie Hauser? I mean, uh, <laughs> well, I could uh, I could yo-yo pretty well. I was a good yo-yoer. <laughs> Those are two rope. excellently oh, specific skills. Those are yeah. so great. Jump roping that. was my thing. Like I could just jump a rope. I love to jump rope. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, you do both play parents. My last question, you both play parents uh, wonderfully in this. Is it important to treat Peyton and Matthew uh, and Wes as peers or do you kind of parent them on the set as well? Oh, that's a good question. I, I, I don't have kids uh, and I usually, uh, with other people's children, I like to, I never really kind of treat them like uh, children I kind of treat them like peers so whether that's good or bad or whatever but we were working together so um so yeah I mean I I I never really treated them like um like I was parenting them but I think they're you know just being an older person you're you're already kind of you know um Wes this was his first first job ever and we were in the first scene together that we shot with Jason, where he comes running up with an octopus um, <laughs> um, from the sea. And, and I, th I don't know if wet, he didn't know when to start. He didn't know to wait for action. <laughs> so I had to, I just kind of, hey buddy, so let's just don't, don't say anything until um, the actor says action. And he was like, cool. And I was like, cool. <laughs> like, so yeah. Um, I think I that's think so me, great. Yeah, you know, I think for me being from the islands, it's like we always have this respect for elders and we always try to, you know, understand that and 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 kind of have that as a protocol. So for me, I think with the younger kids, it's always I always feel like the uncle. Like the the that that the, you know, I I'll watch over them, make sure they're in the safe and you know everything like that, but I I will, you know, say something if if things go awry or they, if I feel like, well, maybe the little little bigger than the britches but maybe I, they just need a little bit of guidance right well yeah. thank you both so much for your time and for your talents it's a great show thank you thank you so much so great to get to talk to both of them about being parents on set and then also uh, maybe a little bit on our screen as well in this show and now we get to talk to some of the kids that are joining the cast here we have matthew who plays kai who is a brother to lahela we also get to talk to Wes, who plays Brian, Lahela's other brother. And we get to talk to Emma, and Emma is actually playing Steph, who is Lahela's friend and also might have a little bit of a thing for our Kai as well. So I just wanted to talk to the three of them more about being on set, that experience, and if there's any uh, additional stories that they have from that, particularly Wes, because this is really one of his first sets that he's been able to act on. So here they are. First, Emma, I want to say great dancing all throughout the show. It's so much fun, right? So I just want to know from the three of you some stories that you have from being on set. Actually, I'll start with Wes because uh, this is your first time on a set like this, right? 
Yes, yes it is. Do you have any fun stories you want to share about your time on set? I mean, pretty much all the time is fun with all of us, but <laughs> um, there was for, I don't want to give too much away on this, but there was a hula dancing part and me and Jason Scott Lee, who plays the father, Benny Camelo Hawk, uh, we got to practice all the time and it was so fun getting to learn from him. And we got to perform on stage together eventually. So that was really awesome. Oh, that's really great. Now, Matt, you are a budding musician. You're also the guy that everybody wants in this show. So you have to have some fun stories on set, right? How, how has it been filming? Yeah, it's been, it's been so much fun. I mean, getting to surround myself with such talented people and such a positive energy was really nice. And I got to be back in my hometown. So, you know, I, it was a dream come true for me. Um, and a good story. We, yeah, like Wes said, we had so many good stories. I mean, all the time, the energy was so high on the set. And we would be sitting, we, so there's a house that we film in and it's the Kamealoha house and we're there most of the time. And it's right there on the beach. And we just would go for lunch and sit on the sand and just look out at the water. And I think just those were like the small moments for me that I thought were really special. Absolutely. You know, this show, it's so uh, visually stunning because it was filmed on location and you get that, uh, it just gets, you get to take away, you get to go away to with, uh, Hawaii for a little bit of time, right? So Emma, any uh, stories you wanted to share about your time on set? Yeah, I mean, it was a blast. It was so much fun. And I swear, every time Peyton and I were like having lunch or in the trailers, we were making TikTok dances, running around on the beach, finding whatever was around to go try some like local food, stuff like that. It was, it was so much fun. And like, um, one story is, uh, it was when we were shooting the pilot, the first episode, and it was the first, my first day on set, like I was so excited. And we were shooting the family scene where we, where we were all eating dinner. And the director was talking. So I thought the director was talking to me, but he was talking to a camera guy, but he kept saying like, okay, cool. Like loosen up, loosen up, loosen up. And I'm like- They were saying like, loosen up the frame. Like loosen why? up the frame, yeah. And I thought they were talking to me and I was like, I am loose. Like, I think I'm loose. Like, and so I, and, and he go loose. He said it so <laughs> many times. And I was literally like, like I'm so loose, like I'm loose, I swear. And then finally they caught on that they thought that I thought I was talking to them. And I think, I don't think I've, I, I turned beet red, like fire truck red, but that is something I will never forget. And that was a very funny moment. <laughs> That's so fantastic. And all of your characters, uh, they interact so well with Peyton and with uh, just everybody in this show. I wish you all the best of success as you move forward here because uh, it's clear that you all are going to have stellar careers in front of you. So thanks for getting there just a minute with me here today. Yeah, thanks, Craig. Thank you so much. Great to get to talk to them. And now I get to interview a couple of Lahela's co-workers. I mentioned at the top of the episode 
how vital a role this is to me because that chemistry has to appear right away. And I mentioned that to the actors I get to speak to as well. Uh, you're gonna hear my conversation with Mapuana and also with Jeffrey here. And again, they play some coworkers to our Lahela as well. And I should note that Jeffrey in particular, you might have seen him if you have watched any iteration of RuPaul's Drag Race because he is a frequent guest judge, which makes the question that I asked him make a lot more sense to our listeners as well. Thank you both so much for your time. You know, it's important when you have an ensemble show like this that the chemistry is there right from the jump. It seems like in that pilot episode, you all have been in that hospital working for years together. So, Jeffrey, I'll go to you first. How do you feel about the onset experience with your castmates? It was such a dream come true. I mean, I think all of us can agree after being trapped in our houses for a year and a half, not really having any social uh, engagements whatsoever, I, all of us were just so excited to be back doing what we love to do in a creative environment and a safe space because we knew that we were, you know, following all the proper uh, safety protocols for COVID, that we had that freedom to play. And watching the pilot episode, I mean, the first lines that come out of myself and Mapuana's character's mouths was just improv. It was just us like, you know, like just chit-chatting back and forth. And I was like, oh, that really does set the stage for the, the, the chemistry that we had and we carried all the way through the entire series. It sure does. Mapuana, do you have a similar experience or something else you want to talk about with your castmates? Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. I mean, I echo all of Jeffrey's thoughts. Um, I wanted to be Jeffrey's best friend from the beginning. I actually yelled that at him when he came out of the car for the first time. I was like, hi, you're my best friend. And um, my social cues weren't necessarily on point yet because I had still um, not seen people. And I was so excited that I don't even... I don't even know if I let you get a word in. I don't, I don't think I did when I first met you, but, um, but uh, we were really, really lucky, Craig. I mean, our chemistry right away was pretty immediately um, tight. We were, um, it was just easy to get along. And I don't know if that had anything to do with Courtney Kang's brilliance of casting or what, but it was just so easy. Which is so it nice. is it is so evident as a viewer that you had that relationship and that's so wonderful. Now, uh, Jeffrey, there's an awful lot of dancing that goes on this show. There's some TikTok videos. Do you think any of your castmates could make it on Drag Race? What do you think? Ooh, bro, who's going lip sync for their live child? I think I was I was endlessly impressed with Emma Mizell and Peyton Elizabeth Lee's commitment to their TikToking. They are fiends and they're so good at it is a skill that I do not possess myself but they were they were so wonderful I got to pick up a couple of hula skills here and there which was you the sure best did. but truthfully if I was going to see anybody in drag um queening out on the main stage it would be Ronnie Chang who I would want to see I mean that part he could he could read the house down honey give him mm -hmm. give him a reading challenge give him a roasting challenge put him in some heels and a wig Mwah. He's a queen. That would be that that is, of course, a perfect answer for that. Now, Mapuata, uh, so many of the cast members are from uh, Hawaii and native to Hawaii. And so the for the cast members that weren't native to Hawaii, uh, did you feel like you were welcoming them to your home? Uh, how did you tell them to get around? And, and, you know, did you welcome them to the island in any special way? 
oh, now you're making me feel bad. I don't know that I did welcome them in any special way, but no, <laughs> oh, sorry. That's totally fine. So I, I did get to take them on a couple of, we did go on a hike initially and I did bring, I brought cold bubbly water. So that was definitely one of my warm welcomes um, to yeah, have a That's absolutely a hike is a great way to welcome people for sure. Last question for the, the two of you. Uh, is that if you had a Doogie Hauser kind of skill as a child, what was that? What were you kind of like a child prodigy in? And I'll go to Mapuana first with that. Surgery. Um, I used to perform surgery on my cats all the time. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> you you sold that so well. <laughs> that was true. Um, dan dancing in front of the mirror, rocking like, like old school Reebok kicks and some sunglasses, like like NPH did in the in the original. I mean, That's gorgeous. Um, I could spell really well. That's great. That is a really tough skill to master for sure, and it's important for doctors to be able to uh, have that kind of uh, control of language too. So that's perfect. Thank you, Craig. That's so perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. And thank you for putting your art and talent out in there to the world for all of us to enjoy. We, uh, I think a lot of people are going to really love this show. So thank you. Thanks, Craig. Thank you, Craig. And now it's time for my final interview. Uh, and this was really fun to get to talk to the star of the show, to Peyton Elizabeth Lee, who you might know if you have ever checked out the Disney Channel series, Andy Mack. She also led that show as well. Just an incredible talent. She's 17 years old and she's already been the lead on the call sheet for two different series. She does a great job in this show and it was just a wonderful experience getting to speak to her. So here is Peyton Elizabeth Lee, who is our Lahela Doogie Kamealoha. Peyton, first, I gotta say that Mapuana and Jeffrey just said you have the best TikTok skills. So they, you got a compliment from your cast members for sure. That's so but funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, Emma's really the TikToker. I'm not even really on TikTok, but we did learn a lot of dances. And, That's awesome. And, yeah. <laughs> that, that is awesome. Now, this isn't the first time that you're the top of the call sheet. You had such a successful run on Andy Mac. What's the difference between this being your second show leading a production? Yeah, I mean, it's actually really great because I definitely thought after Andy Mac was done that that was like, my first everything, you know, and then after that, you know, it just becomes normal life. Um, but truly every single day on the set of Doogie and on any set I've ever been on, I just feel so overwhelmingly lucky and like it's the first time I've ever done it all over again, you know, and, and obviously I came in with some more experience, um, which was very helpful, but I mean, really in the end, I, I was just living my dreams, you know, so I just feel so lucky to be able to do it all over again. Absolutely. So what characteristics do you have in common with your character in Doogie with Lahela? Yeah, I mean, Lahela and I are very similar in that we, we both lead almost double lives. You know, I'm not, um, a doctor, <laughs> but I am an actor. And so, so we both share obviously the teenage side of life. You know, I'm 17 years old, hell is 16 years old. Um, and so we both know what it's like to be around teenagers and dealing with friends and boys and school dances and all of that. 
And then, you know, obviously I'm not a doctor, but I do know what it's like to be a young person in a professional setting and having these adult expectations and responsibilities and sort of feeling like you have to change yourself to fit into both of these worlds, you know, and, and that realization and navigation of figuring out who you are somewhere in the middle of those two worlds is an experience that I have, I would say, unique insight into that really lended itself well to Lahela's character. That's fantastic. So if you have a superhuman or doogie-like ability, what is it? Ooh, um, I'd probably say safe answer is acting. <laughs> That's sort of all I do all day long. Um, and we yeah. reap the benefits of that, by the way, you do oh. such a wonderful job and you, it's clear that your career is just going to keep growing and growing from here. And it's just wonderful to get to see you in these productions for sure. Well, I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Did you go back and watch any Doogie Hauser get in the mood? Did you uh, have a chance to reach out to Neil Patrick Harris at all? Yeah. So the minute I got the audition, I sat down and started watching the original show. And sort of as we were shooting, I continued to watch episodes. And it was really cool to sort of pick apart the two shows and find where they're similar and obviously where they sort of are different. Um, So that was really cool. I have not spoken to Neil Patrick Harris. I was talking to Emma earlier. I was, we were joking that we have to go, we have to find his address and just show up at his house. (laughs) That would be perfect, right? My last question for you, and again, thank you for your time. Um, My last question is, if you had one message to give to your peers, other teenagers uh, out there watching your show, what would that be? Wow, that's Big question. Um, I think I would say, and I hope the show also portrays, is just sort of the importance of individuality and in sort of embracing what makes you different. I think there's a lot of pressure in this world to fit into a box. Um, and we weren't meant to fit in boxes. And the show really shows a bunch of characters that look different, that care about different things, that are from different walks of life, and you know how they can sort of bond with one another and connect with one another based on their differences and not let those differences be what sort of pulls them apart. That's so beautifully said. And thank you for your creativity and your art and putting that out into the world. We all certainly need it now. So thank you for everything you do. Oh, thank you so much. There it is. My marathon session has come to an end. It was so great to have the opportunity not only to view this show before the release date, but also thank you so much to Disney Plus for inviting us along to talk to some of the creators, to the cast members of this show. I'm looking forward to this show every single Wednesday, and you can start seeing it this Wednesday on September 8th on Disney Plus. Please go and check it out. I think uh, we need to support these original shows and this original content. Speaking of original content and original shows, I will make a quick programming note that this is the Beyond the Mouse episode for the week. We wanted to get this out prior to the release of this show on Disney+. Plus. That way you had a chance to hear some of these interviews if you wanted to, and then go and check this out on September 8th. So that does mean that we will be returning to your podcast feeds again on the 17th 
of September, and we have some really fun things planned. I mean, we just got to talk to Alan Menken. Uh, seriously, it, still on Cloud9 about all of that. I hope that you enjoyed it just as much as I did. You will, of course, get to hear Brett and Vanessa come back next week as well. It won't just be me blabbing to you here. But if you are checking us out for the first time, please go back and subscribe to Beyond the Mouse on any podcast platform that you would like. Also, we are available on social media, so go check us out. Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram, also Beyond Mouse on Twitter, and Beyond the Mouse Podcast on Facebook. We also really do love interacting with our fans and our listeners in Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals on Facebook, so go check out that group as well. I think that's all I have for you. Go out and watch some Disney+. Plus. Go enjoy that streaming platform and what it brings to us. I'm so excited to see what they have coming forward to us in the future. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig, and I will see you real soon in the front row, hopefully watching brand new original content on Disney+. Plus. Again, check it out this Wednesday. Doogie Kamealoha, MD. Thanks, everybody.